Have you heard? We made stationary boxes. Journaling can be an intimidating process, so we wanted to give you all the tools you need to create your own journaling experience at home. Each item in the box was carefully curated and hand-wrapped with love and care to ensure that everyone who receives our boxes feels extra special. It also includes a gorgeous limited edition washi tape we created with our super talented friend Jen Lei. It has always been a dream of ours to create a stationary line, and now you guys are helping us make that dream come true. The boxes are going quick, so be sure to head to the link in our description to get one of these boxes for yourself or a friend this holiday season. I just came by to stir your soul up a bit. This is the Perfectly Imperfect podcast with Regina and Christine, where we share our stories as women openly and honestly. We believe it's through our journeys, our happy and sad times that connect us as sisters because we're all perfectly imperfect. And welcome back to Perfectly Imperfect, the podcast where we have vulnerable conversations about mental health, self-growth, and relationships. I'm Christine. And I'm Regina. Ooh, we got an episode. Yes. It's one that I'm actually really excited about because I feel like I'm going to learn so much. It's something that I've been doing for, it's going to be like two years now that, yeah, we just never made an episode about it or gave information about it, even though I have my own podcast (laughs) about life coaching. But (laughs) here, just even in Perfectly Imperfect World. Mm -hmm. Let's get into today's topic because I think that this is something that I have a lot of questions on. I'm sure our listeners have a lot of questions on. We've talked about your journey of working at Wong Fu, then going through depression, and then finding life coaching. And I think that our audience, if you followed us kind of from the beginning of our journey, I'm sure that you can tell our energy levels. Like our energy, Mm -hmm. sometimes I go back and listen to our episodes and I'm like, oh, my energy was a little eh that day, you know? (laughs) And I'm hoping that you guys can also feel the growth that we've had over the past three years of recording episodes. That's crazy. Yeah. I know, right? Since you've stepped into this life coaching chapter in your life, I really, really want to dive into it. And I want you to share with me, first of all, selfishly, and share with our listeners what life coaching is. How has it changed your life? How have you been helping the lives of others? And oh, there's a lot to get into today. Yeah, I think now being a full-time life coach, and I think that's the thing where even though I'm always so thankful for everyone who like follows our journey and listens to Pip, but outside of Pip, Regina and I have full-time jobs on our own. I know we talk about it, but we also don't really dive into it. But you guys should definitely listen to our episode about Regina's beautiful fashion line at last. We realized that we don't really talk about what we do for a full-time job understanding that life coaching, although has been around longer than I realized, it's still very just like, what the heck is life coaching? (laughs) What is it? Does it work? How is it different from therapy? Especially as we're talking more and more about mental health and even how mental health relates to us as individuals. And if we want to tie in our culture as Asian Americans or outside of that, all of that is tied into what I've been learning about life coaching and then being a life coach myself. So yeah, why don't we jump into it? All right. I'm excited. Okay. So first of all, can you please explain to us what is life coaching? Yes, I can. (laughs) I think that like a lot of people, when they hear life coaching, they're like, oh, what is that? It seems very like mystical almost. (laughs) Like, can someone coach your life? Yeah, I know. It sounds so 
out there. It's like, well, do you have your life together? How can you coach other people's <laughs> lives if you and yourself? I get it. And these are all things that I questioned myself as I was learning to be a life coach. And I also had to go through my own journey through that, but we'll get into that. Mm. But what is life coaching? Life coaching is a partnership between you and me, me and my clients to help move you forward in your life with action. Now I can see why people are like, what the heck do you mean by that, right? But it's really for people who want to gain a deeper fulfillment in life. Like you feel like there's something missing in your life. You feel like something's just not right. You feel stuck. You feel there's something that you want in life that for whatever reason, whatever you've tried, no matter how much you will yourself to try to do it, like you can't do it, you know, and you don't know what's getting mm. in your way. You also feel like there's a bunch of conflicting thoughts and feelings going on, but you are either too tired, too overwhelmed, or you just don't know how to dissect that. You don't know what that means. Mm. So that's what we do as life coaches. We go dig in there. I, as your life coach, believe that you have all the answers, which sounds, again, very like woo-woo, but I say that in terms of you lived every single moment of your life with you. Every single person that you've met, every traumatic situation, every job that you apply for but didn't get, or every insecure feeling that came about when your mom says something. Like, you live through that. So what my job is, let's dissect that. What does that really mean? Let's get to the heart of who you really are, what really matters to you, and really start removing the hurdles or the things that are in your way in order for you to get towards what you want. Mm. And now what you want depends on that person. That's why it's hard for me me to just be like, okay, so I'm a life coach that helps you get the job that you want. I can also help you <laughs> determine if you want to stay in that relationship or not. Is this a toxic relationship for you? I'm also someone that can help you determine if you want to stay at this job or that you're actually looking for a job that should feel more fulfilling, or maybe that you are fine with having a job that is a nine to five job and you want to put more effort into your hobbies, but you're feeling conflicted because maybe you're surrounded by people that are telling you that you're not doing your best job. Do you even care about your job? There's a bunch of things that it's hard for me to encompass. But I would say for me, it's really just getting from a place of just surviving in your life to thriving. Mm. And that could be, again, through your relationships, work, overall mental health, a shift in your lifestyle mentality. But that's what we do together as a team, as a partnership. And how I do that is what we'll go into in more specific details. But it is first breaking down what is your overall goal, getting clarity on just that. And then we break it down into achievable steps week by week, session by session, so that it builds consistency and sustainability versus say you're like, oh, I want a better relationship. But what does that even mean? Because what a better relationship to me may seem very different from what it means to you. And that's what we'll explore together. Mm, I like that. I think that that helps me break it down too. I think that when people hear the term life coaching, it just sounds so broad, like life. Right. There's so many aspects of life. And I know that we kind of talked about this beforehand, but you were saying that people have different focuses, right? So there are some people who might be like career life coaches or relationship life coaches. So Fitness what would you coaches. kind of nestle? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fit, yeah. So what would you kind of nestle your specialty under? Right. So for me, I would say that I'm an overall wellness coach. Because again, mm. I don't specifically focus as of now on a particular niche of I only do relationships or I only do career. We can tackle all of that. 
in different aspects. I would say for me, though, what I do tend to focus on are my clients. The commonality is a reflection of the journey that I've been through, because the reason why people mm. reach out to me is either they've they follow my journey through Perfectly Imperfect, through Wong Fu, or they found me through recommendations of my previous clients or friends, etc. There's so many ways to hear about what I'm about and what I stand for and the transformation in my own life. And it comes from transitions and also how to get from a place of feeling stuck to getting clarity, focus, and to move forward with purpose. And I think a lot of my clients do come to me because they want to search for purpose and meaning. And they Mm. see that that's something for me that I live in my life, that they want that. And how do they get that when they're coming from a place of, I don't know, I'm a recent college graduate and I majored in communications and I really don't know what I want to do with that. That's actually not something that I really wanted to do, but I just did it because I had to pick something. So where do I go from here? And they're scared to either step outside their field. They don't know the steps of how to even conquer that, right? So what do you do? Most people just follow that path. But they know the further down they go that something just isn't resonating and they feel more and more lifeless and they feel more and more like they're just, I don't know, just surviving, right? Let me just get Mm -hmm. through the day. I already got this job. I guess I'll put in another two years so it looks good on my resume so that can probably get promoted. But then the more that they think about it, the more that we actually dive in, the more that they don't want their future to be more of that. You know what I mean? That's why it's like, I'm not the one that's giving them the answers. I'm not saying, hey, Regina, can you see yourself in like 10 years and hate your life, hate your job, hate everything? Like, no, you already know what you've experienced. So that's connect the dots. And that's also, what is it that you want? What is it that you're looking for? Your core values. Those are some of the things that like, once you sign up as a client of mine, we first build a foundation of exercises and assessments. So we get to know who you really are. What is it that you're working towards? What is your life right now? What is it that you want and where's the difference in that and how do we strategically work towards that step by step so that you're gaining more tools this is where I come in as like the life coach where even for myself before getting into life coaching program I was already interested in self-reflection mental health tools although at the time I didn't know it was for mental health I just knew that it was just more like digging in deeper to try to understand yourself I think those are all tying in Mm -hmm. with like the Myers-Briggs personality test like people are always interested in like what type of person am I what makes me thrive in life what makes me really tick and all of that I've said it through watching Oprah and reading books through my own interests that those are things I was already interested in now through the life Mm -hmm. coaching program that I went through, it just gave me more tools to be able to share with my clients so that when our time ends together, you're not relying on me. That's not the goal. The goal is for you to add to your tool base of when triggers come about, which they always will, when times feel really overwhelming and uncertain. You have a whole set of new patterns that you can lean into, all these tools that you can try in different areas that will work instead of just feeling hopeless. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, hearing you explain it in that way too. I mean, it's just so crazy how life works out that way. And I know we say that a lot of times on this podcast where it's like, oh, you know, you never know what path life will throw your way. But I... I think I've always looked at you as an older sister, someone who has gone through it, 
And now you're on the other side trying to lead me, but then also letting me make my own mistakes so that I can learn from them as well. That it's so crazy seeing your journey through all of this and seeing like how suited this is for you. And what I mean by that is when clients come to you searching for that purpose, like I know how much you struggled with that as well. Like I think that for so long, you had this inkling inside you that you were like chasing, but sometimes it was like almost blindly chasing and you'd hit walls and not know what to do. And I think that those are the times that it really led to like your feelings of burnout. Mm. But I also think that if you hadn't gone through all those things, like that wouldn't have allowed you to have this compassion and this understanding for people who feel that same way. Mm. So I guess like, I'm curious to know through your depression, when you are at your lowest and you're just like, oh, I don't want to get out of bed. Like, I don't want to do anything. What led you to life coaching? That's a great question. To give you context, Regina did kind of fill you in on before life coaching. I had quit Wang Fu. I felt really directionless yet again. But the difference was I'm now in my 30s and I was depressed mm. and I felt lost. Mm. And it was one of those, I had felt that right after I graduated college. And I think when it hit me in my 30s, I was like, come on, are you back here again? felt like I already had set trajectory of like I was an event planner. Then I went to being into a producer and I kind of always fell into things. But then at the end of it, it's like, do I have any set of skills that I can actually like <laughs> that makes me unique? That makes me feel this is what I can offer the world and I can lean into that. And during that time, the very thing that I guess was the answer I was looking for, it was actually through my depression, just like Regina said. Through my depression and learning about it, I actually had probably just no idea about what mental health was. I didn't know depression really. It was all the stereotypical things that, and again, this was, not, I don't know, like what, how many years now? Six? 20, seven, 2016? <laughs> 2017, 2018, right? 2016 was when I quit Wang Fu and I was already depressed then, I would say. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So around that time, I was just starting to learn all of that because I was living through it. I'm like, oh, now it makes sense why I'm depressed. It makes sense why I'm burnt out and I never want to get out of bed. It really mm -hmm. was how I did not prioritize my mental health. It's almost like when you have cavities in your teeth because you don't brush your teeth and you're just eating candy and you go to the dentist and they're like, yeah, we're going to have to pull out all your teeth. You're like, what? I had no idea. Had I known that, I would have brushed my teeth, you know? Right. So that kind of was where my mentality was of like, oh, I felt like a baby. I didn't know any of this stuff. Maybe I should look for a therapist. Through that process, life coaching just kept coming up. And I just, mm. I always, like, I heard of life coaching. The same way that Regina brought it up. It's like, oh, you hear of life coaching and you're like, oh, I don't, I don't know what that is. And I just thought it was a very LA thing. I just thought like, oh, of course, <laughs> LA people would have a life coach, whatever that means, right? Mm -hmm. Actually, the more that I was learning about it and people were recommending me to talk to different life coaches, the more information I was gathering that I was like, this is actually really cool. I'm really curious about mm. it. So I did my own digging through, should I get a life coach for me? Probably why a lot of people, when they reach out to me, it's like, oh, they're deciding, should I do therapy or should I do life coaching? Which Maybe after this, we'll talk about the difference, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for me, I think it just came at the right time because mm -hmm. my mental health, I was working through it. And then through life coaching, it invigorated that part of I wanted to learn. I really just at the core of who I am has always been how can I help other people? And it's kind of like the more you give, the more you receive. And I knew even at that point that that is what's going to fill me up. 
You know, that's always been the core of who I am. It's always driven me to be like, how can I help people more? And the more my experiences of going through being, you know, an event planner and being a producer, the heart of it was always, how do I help people's dreams and ideas become a reality for them so that they can live their dreams? Now that I'm diving into mental health and learning about it for myself, the impact and how it's just not sustainable if you don't take care of it, that I wanted to learn how to do that for people in that way. Mm -hmm. So, you know, really listening to my gut and taking that leap of faith and investing in joining a life coaching program just to learn. I didn't join the program to become a life coach because I still wasn't sure that And I'm like, I'll see. But at the end of it, I'm going through a program where I'll have to come at it with skills, you know, how to be a better listener, how I can really help even just the people around me. You know, I think that's the part of me with like being like the big sister to so many other people. Like I know my own faults. I tell this to Regina where like I know where I used to be really pushy and really wanting to help people in the way that I felt like they should do in their life. But yet it wasn't helping them. If anything, it was the exact opposite where my friends would stop telling me things because they didn't want to disappoint me. And I'm like, okay, that's not really helping them, right? So Mm. yeah, through the life coaching program, which was over a year and a really intensive training and just, I had three life coaches of my own during that program to really address a lot of the things in my own life that were holding me down of moving forward and getting clarity about that. It just really transformed my life in ways that had I not done that, I honestly would not be a life coach right now. I wouldn't have started my own business started an LLC, have my own podcast, even the ways that we've moved Pit forward, starting a merch line. Now we have a team and even getting engaged. I know I've talked about that, where that really had to sift through what is my truth in that? Because I realized through life coaching that I was still holding on to so much fear about not repeating the same patterns that I saw in my parents' marriage and how detrimental that is. I watched through them. I was like, I definitely don't want that. And how I was preventing myself from really embracing what I really wanted to have in my own relationship with Jack and how I can Mm. define that for myself. So really shifting that, you know, like how do you explain that to someone in step-by-step? It's hard because it's personal for each person. The heart of why I do life coaching is the same reason why like some of the sponsor product that I promote is like, I really, really do like it. I really, really do believe Mm -hmm. in it. And life coaching has transformed my life. And I know that it just makes such a big difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think hearing your explanation, like it really makes sense in your passion for helping others, the pre-life coaching, Christine, that's all you cared about. Mm. Like you cared about helping others and you never prioritized yourself. And I can think that through life coaching, what I've noticed is you started prioritizing yourself. It's kind of like, you know, that super cheesy, like TikTok that was going viral for a while where it's like, you need to start being the protagonist (laughs) of your life. Like I bring it up with the the heart because you always say with the heart heart music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, I love that so much because I think that that's something that I still need to remind myself of. There's so many times when I'm so engrossed and I kind of sometimes think I use it as like escapism as well, where you're just like, oh, well, I want to help others, right? I want to help other people. And it makes you feel good to say that. But when you're only focused on helping others, but not focused on how to help yourself, help others, that's where you feel that burnt out feelings and like the pent up frustration of like, oh, I don't feel like I'm moving forward, but then other people are moving forward. Like, I think that everything ties in together.
together. Mm. To match that up with your journey through life coaching, it was like those like angels singing in the clouds, you know, like a moment where it was like, oh, you know, all the things that you were feeling prior to getting the life coaching yourself, everything was just aligning and adding up. And I think that it also allowed you to open up your mind in the sense that like, you know, just because I've gone through these past traumas and these like horrible experiences, doesn't mean that I can't turn it into good. And I think that that's the type of person you are. Mm. You are inherently like an optimistic person. But I think that life has thrown you a lot of twists and turns that have tested you. And I think that that's what life coaching was able to offer you and like align everything for you. And I think that like seeing your journey thus far with life coaching, like I say this again and again, but it's so true. Like it just adds up. It just makes sense. Mm. Mm. Thank you for saying that. It means a lot because you've been through all the ups and downs with me through this like 10 year journey and seeing the depths of how much I needed to people please. Mm-hmm. My motto now, and I got this through life coaching, is just trust the process. I think I just needed to go through my journey. And I think I mm-hmm. evolved as a person. It makes sense why for me, up until the point that I really tried to dig in deeper and was willing to do the work and open to hear the different possibilities that was part of my evolution. And I think those mm-hmm. are the things that my clients, as well as you know, me going through life coaching that I discovered. When we talk about growth and change and what you're trying to do, for whatever reason that you're reaching out about life coaching, whatever goal that you want to work on, the heart of it is like you want change in your life. You're just tired of the life that you've been living and the patterns that you realize, like these things keep coming up for you. Is it you? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. understanding that through the process, healing growth is not linear. It is not a step-by-step. I can guarantee you as a life coach that after two months of weekly sessions with me that you're going to feel this way about yourself and you're never ever going to feel triggered again. <laughs> like anyone that guarantees you that is selling you bullshit and that's not true. Mm-hmm. The difference is that you'll realize I keep using the word depth and deeper because I don't know how else to describe it. You really discover all the different layers and complexities to you as a person and you learn to love them. You know, you Mm. really learn that, wow, although, yes, I'm feeling super triggered right now, even though this is something I'm working on, I'm understanding where it's coming from in terms of, yeah, from my upbringing or from the way that I critically talk to myself. And where does that come from? And then you pair that to where you want to go. What me as your life coach, we're working together that as your support team is so important to have a good support team, regardless if it's a life coach or therapist or your friends. Like if you're not surrounded by people that want you to thrive and live your best life and are not there for selfish reasons, get yourself a new set of friends. (laughs) Like Honestly, it, it is, it makes a huge difference. And I know parents and all of that, a lot of that comes into play. However, I can't stress that enough. That's why if you can't and you can afford to get a life coach or a therapist, that makes such a difference in how you really grow Mm -hmm. and sustain that because you come at it from a deeper level where it's not just superficial, where we understand the quotes that we see. It sounds great. It sounds magical. Like, don't ever let anyone take your sparkle away. You know, it's like, yeah, that's a great (laughs) reminder. Thank you. But then when it comes to applying it, especially when you feel super triggered because 
I don't know, your boyfriend wants to break up with you. You guys are having the same fight over and over again. Or that no matter how much you try, you cannot finish the thing that you set out to do. Like, and you don't know why. That's where you need the most support and tools in terms of reminding you on what you're doing. And when you do feel triggered, how we can feel encouraged to keep moving forward. That's authentic to you. That's why it's very tailored to you. Mm -hmm. What I may say to Regina to motivate her will be very different from what I say to Jack. Purely because mm-hmm. of your guys' experience through life, what you guys are looking to do, and the people in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I can't agree with you more on the finding friends who are there to dig deep with you. And I feel very lucky that my friends will not stop digging deep to the point where it makes me like, okay, like this is the dig through and like finally find that traumatic point in my life that led me to believe this way. But it's so much easier to live superficially if you really think about it, right? But to live life in that way, I don't want to say it's meaningless, but it's just, it's not the same. Like you don't get the same amount of fulfillment and understanding and deep truth that Christine has always preached about in our episodes. And I can really see how you really allow your clients to reveal those different layers to them, because I feel like that's really what you've allowed me to do throughout the years. But now there's like a term to it, you know, Mm. there's like a title to it. And now there's a business that you are able to really like build from that and help others do. And skills, skills that I really picked up. I mean, obviously learned and paid for through the life coaching program mm-hmm. that also through the program it's like we had to do hundreds of hours of even before I launched my business of coaching it really is through experience that's why it's like well what makes you different from any other coach and I would say that that's my experience yes as being a life coach now that I have had over hundreds of clients and that's through one-on-one coaching as well as group coaching that it's provided me and that's the thing about life coaching that I did not know until I'm doing it how much it fulfills me because I'm constantly learning from my clients Mm. and the very thing that I already do on my spare time whether it's reading books listening to podcasts having meaningful discussions watching videos all these things that I already have been doing only help my clients which in turn also help me which in turn helps my clients. And it's just this back and forth (laughs) thing that I just didn't know I could feel. Now, again, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say that I'm perfect. And that's stuff that I had to work through in terms of my own personal struggles as being a life coach, feeling that I had to be perfect. Like, who am I? Mm. Who am I to be telling people how to live and all of that? And also want to make clear, I don't tell you how to live. I don't give you (laughs) advice. I am here to explore that with you on this journey. I know what questions to ask. I have inklings of what you're trying to say and we'll explore that together but I'm not here with the answers for you that's what's confusing you know where it's like then why am I paying you (laughs) why can't I just talk about it with my friends or you know what are you going to do for me that's any different but I do know through therapy through life coaching with you work with a professional who can help you untangle those knots because they know through experience of having many clients as well as through their own journey that what you're getting at what does it mean mean. Actually, if Regina's down for it, I can show you guys insight of what a life coaching session looks like. I can life coach yeah. Regina through something. Again, not to say mm-hmm. that this is the scope of everything that is life coaching, but it kind of gives you insight into what a session with me will look like, which to be honest, you guys have seen glimpses of it throughout this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where I'm just rambling and she's like, hmm, let's unpack that, shall we? <laughs> 
Regina here. With the holidays coming up, we could all use a bit more self-care. This time of year is chaotic enough as it is, so let's remember to give ourselves the opportunity to continue using self-reflection for self-growth. I'm so grateful for my BetterHelp counselor who allows me to take a step back and remind myself to reflect on all the things that I'm grateful for and that I have accomplished this year. If you're interested in learning more about online counseling, head to betterhelp.com pip to take a short quiz to assess your needs. You will be paired with a licensed professional within 24 hours. They have counselors that focus on depression, anger, stress, anxiety, and trauma, and anything you share is confidential. We want you to start living a happier, healthier life today, so be sure to visit betterhelp.com pip to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash pip, P-I-P. Signing up for BetterHelp using our code helps out our podcast immensely, and we are so happy to hear you're loving their services. Take care of yourselves and stay healthy, Pip fam, from the inside out. Well, before you dig even deeper into my brain and my thought process, let's help the audience like differentiate what's the difference between life coaching and therapy. Right. And that is probably the most common question that I get. They definitely overlap in many ways, but there are also main key differences. With therapy, I would say that therapy tends to work with people moving them from a dysfunctional to functional state. And that usually comes in treating mental health conditions and really working through your traumas by spending time digging into your past, being able to diagnose. As a life coach, I don't do any of that. We don't treat Mm. any mental health conditions. Anyone that comes to me with that, I definitely refer them to a therapist because that's not my training. That's not my expertise. I don't have education in that. So for me, for example, me being depressed at the time, I wouldn't go get a life coach to help with my depression. As a life coach, what we do do overlaps is that we do explore your past, but life coaching is solution focused. We focus on getting people from a functional to optimal state. So therefore, the main difference is how I would describe it is really for people that are like ready to make changes. Mm. The goal is how do we move you forward? So if you're saying like, you know, I want a better relationship with my parents, we will dig into what was it like growing up with your parents to get context. So for you can also help give me and yourself clarity on where did this come from and why? How did it serve you? Why are you still holding on to this? You know, so for me, it's like I still argue with my parents and all that. Like I still have this need to feel right. Why? Because ego comes in. Because if I say and admit something that I did wrong, then my mom will forever harp on that. So for me, it's like, ah, I can't give in. But by understanding that and I see how that's actually getting in the way of how I want my relationship to progress with them further, then I can let that go. Can work through. I can remind myself the next time I feel triggered with my mom and feeling like I have to be right, that I'm like, oh, I know why I'm holding on to that. And also see how it doesn't serve me anymore. Maybe it did in the past, but as of right now, that's not my goal anymore. Hmm. So of course, there are going to be therapists and counselors who can also help you make plans moving forward too. And there are life coaches who are also therapists that have a medical background that can help you dig into your past in greater depth. So you'll find there's a lot of overlap. There's a lot of people that do fulfill that. Hmm. But Hmm. again, I would say the people that benefit the most from working with life coaches, I would say most with me are people who really want to grow and understand themselves better. They really want to do something about it. They are ready to make the change. They're ready to put in the work to make that shift. And I will tell you that life coaching it is work because we'll have homework. We'll have Mm self-reflection. We'll have like digging in deeper. All the reasons why people don't want to go see a therapist or dig into (laughs) mental health are the reasons like that's the work because it can feel uncomfortable. It can feel challenging. It can feel like, oh man, is that really what I say to myself? But 
once you clear the brushes, you feel so much lighter, right? Like Regina coined this really great tagline for Pip, I think unintentionally, but it's like self-growth through self-reflection. Like you can't grow if you're unwilling to be vulnerable and step outside your comfort zone. Mm, Yeah, definitely. But I'm just curious, like, have you had clients come to you who say that they want that change, but then you kind of get like a different feeling from them and like where you have to turn them away? Oh, yeah. Well, not that I had to turn them away, but I think that I get a clear sense of that immediately in our complimentary call. So anybody who ever becomes a client, one-on-one client, we go through a complimentary call completely free to you. I know it sounds very salesmanly. Like it's just so we can see if life coaching really can help you. Mm-hmm. And to see if you're a good fit. Yeah. You know, I don't, I'm not going to take on any clients that I feel like I can't help you. Like I'd never want to do that. So it's getting to know each other both ways. There are things that we establish in that first complimentary call that I'll be like, oh, this is how our sessions are going to run. I let you know how things are going to be. I think they know for themselves too after that call that, oh shoot, I don't think I want to meet twice a month. You know, (laughs) I don't think that I want to do homework about this and maybe I'm not ready to address some of the things that it takes in order to get the thing that I'm saying that I want. Mm. And to me, that's actually what I learned as a life coach, where it's like, I don't take it personally. Mm -hmm. I understand that if you're not ready, it's like my mom forcing me (laughs) to do things growing up that I didn't want to do. And no matter how much money she spent in it, like tutoring, it was all thrown away because I didn't actually care to learn or care Mm -hmm. to do the work. So I know what it feels like if you feel like it's just not for you now. I totally get it. Yeah. Like it's also okay to just explore, right? Like there's nothing wrong with it. I think that that might even be the first inkling that you're like, Hey, maybe I am heading towards that change. Maybe I'm not ready for it right now, but maybe that is something that I would want to incorporate into my life moving forward or in the future sometime. Yeah. You just know that there's an option there that if you ever get to that point where it's like, yeah, I'm finally ready to work out and really take my physical health seriously, like, you know, that there are fitness coaches that you can go to, you can just go to gym memberships, or you can take classes, there's like a lot of options. So the more knowledge there is, you know yourself the best in that sense, Mm -hmm. right? What works for you, what doesn't. That's how I take it. Exactly why we're recording this episode. So people can know what life coaching is. And if you're curious, you can reach out to me about it to really get a personal experience of how it could help. So is there something that you would want to work on or something that's been bothering you? Let's go with the fact that like, I think right now, I think my motivation is still coming in waves and I want to be more consistent about it, building better habits and not just working at them. Like, I think that I have the tendency to like pick up something and then drop it as quickly as I picked it up. So it's kind of like maintaining that consistency within my life. You know, I think that throughout this period of quarantine, I've picked up and dropped healthy habits like every few weeks. Is it great for me mentally? Because I think one week it'll be like a really high high where I'm like, oh my God, I'm so consistent and this is like going great. And then I just drop it. And then I think that those drops will tend to last longer than my highs because it's such a drastic difference. Mm, Yeah, that's relatable. It's so relatable (laughs) where like... First, even starting something, I think it's hard. And the fact that you actually do get to that point to start it says a lot about you. Mm -hmm. For some people to even get to that point, they never get there. I guess my question to you is, why is it important for you to stay consistent 
with these healthy habits? I think that it helps me a lot mentally. When I have the healthier habits, I become more productive in my work and I get more done. And I think that overall, I just feel better. But I think that it's really easy for me to like forget those feelings and just, you know, oh, I'll just I'll snooze a little bit more today. Uh, I'll work out tomorrow and just like kind of postpone that. It's kind of like what I was saying earlier. You know, it's like easier to remain surface level. It's easier to not work out. It's easier to sleep in. It's easier to kind of fall into my bad habits that lead me to feeling uninspired, unmotivated, whether it's just health wise or, you know, work wise. Like I think that there are days where I feel like with perfectly imperfect, now that we have a team, I have deadlines that I need to meet and I'm not great about creating deadlines for myself. And so when I don't incorporate these healthy habits, I let last week's to-do list, you know, linger into this week, linger into next week. And I want to get out of breaking all of those habits. Mm. Obviously it's going to take time. I understand that. Thank you for saying that, you know, it says a lot that I'm willing to start things, but I think that I'm good at starting them. I'm not good at completing them. And I would like to be better about completing them, including like incorporating these healthy habits. Right. It sounds like what you're saying. It's like when you do incorporate these healthy habits, it helps with your productivity. It helps with your overall, like I'm sure with your sense of checking things off the list and feeling Mm -hmm. like you're moving forward and wanting that to be more consistent because it sounds like that's what you want to feel consistently, (laughs) right? And also you have stuff that you want to get done. It does sound like it does get overwhelming when let's say one day you're just like, I don't feel like doing it and then things just pile up. And it gets to a point where it piles up that it just becomes one big blob of (laughs) to-do stuff, which makes you even more tired and you're on this cycle of, I need to do it, but it's so much. And where do I even start? Yeah. And obviously with the pandemic and everything that's been going on, we'll have more days of that Mm -hmm. and days that you feel like it's unpredictable. I hear you on how it benefits you to want to build up these healthy habits. Now, what are some of these healthy habits that have worked for you? And when you say you want to be consistent, what do you mean by that? Like, is it Mm -hmm. every day you want to do Mm -hmm. one of these things every day? Or is it like once a week? What does consistency mean to you? Mm -hmm. I've been trying to create like a habit tracker for myself, but then I'm not great at completing them. (laughs) I have little check boxes in my thing, but I think some of the things that I'm like, okay, these are the things that I want to be consistent about. I want to work out in some way, shape or form, like move my body at least five times a week. I feel like one of the things that actually therapy has introduced into my life was breathing techniques. Like doing deep breaths in the morning. Like I feel like that helps me kind of bring a sense of calm and Mm. stretching. I think that those are the physical things that I would like to do more of in terms of healthy habits. And then other habits that I would like to do is like eat less takeout and like cook more healthier foods. I think one thing that I found that has worked for me is actually finding things that I like versus like just trying to mimic other people's healthy habits. Like some people eat yogurt every morning and I like it, but I don't love it for every day, but then I'll go out and buy like a pint of yogurt. And I'm Mm. like, this is miserable, you know, like forcing myself to do these healthy habits that I'm like, I don't even like that through therapy. What I've noticed is one of my therapists actually was like, Oh, so it sounds like you have very low self-confidence. And I was like, what? And I think that, that, yeah, yeah, I was like, wow, that's so rude. (laughs) And I remember like immediately not liking her after that. Cause I was like, what do you mean? I have problems with self-confidence, but I think that 
I can see it now. Like I think I can hear it ringing and I can hear it ringing when I lack that consistency in my life. Mm. When I'm like, oh, I let myself kind of slip through the cracks in this way and in that way. And it's like, it doesn't feel complete, I guess. I'm hoping that consistency will hopefully lead to better growth in, you know, being more flexible or being healthier or being more productive. Yeah. Yeah. When you say it that way, it makes sense as to you've gone to a point where you're starting and you've done enough of it that you actually have seen the positive results that you want in your life by doing, incorporating these healthy habits. And it doesn't sound like it's just been one thing that you've tried. <laughs> if you're talking about like, oh, yogurt, you know, <laughs> like, you know, stretching, like you've, you've tried to, you've been trying things. Now, I think the consistency part is where old patterns have still linger in your life. That also is worth exploring in terms of why that kicks in for you and why that part of you is what you said about not being able to finish what you start. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the key in order to understand, not in the sense of how do you get rid of that, but more so when you understand it, when it is happening, you're able to be self-aware of what's happening in that moment. Mm -hmm. Now tell me what happens, like what you say to yourself when you are in one of those days that you're just like, I can't do this, screw it. I'm letting everything go. All the... (laughs) (laughs) habits and consistencies. I'm not doing it. What do you tell yourself? What are your thoughts? I'm tired. (laughs) I don't feel motivated. Uh, I'll do it tomorrow. You totally hit the point on all of the like, oh, you just let things build up. And then that's why like my later part of the weeks are always way busier than the beginning part. Cause I'm Mm. like, oh, it's Monday. I still have time. And then, you know, it eventually piles up into Friday where I'm like, oh my God, I needed to do all of these things this week and I didn't do it. But going off on a slight tangent, I think that one of the reasons why I have so many unfinished projects is because sometimes I fear what is on the other side of a completed project. Ooh. Mm. You know, mm. like, does it live up to my expectations? Is it what I wanted it to be? And even in like the healthy habits where I'm like, oh, I want to work out more, you know, I want to be more fit. I want to be more healthy. But then the days where I like push it off, it's kind of like, oh, what if I tried super hard and then like still don't get the results that I want? Mm. And so I think that that's why I'm trying to build in this consistency, these habits Because instead of the very volatile, like up, down, up, down, up, down, like I want to kind of flatten that line a little bit more so that my emotions aren't also super volatile and like my productivity isn't super volatile. Like it's okay to have, you know, off days, but like, I don't want that to be such a drastic drop and then high and then drop. Mm, mm. That's powerful. I think the fact that you're able to even like tap into that obviously says the amount of inner work that you've been doing because you just don't pull that from thin air. You know what I mean? You're not like, (laughs) oh my gosh, what's on the other side of this fear, you know? So that's the part, right? And maybe that's the question. I mean, what results are you hoping to get from that? Let's just say that. I just want to be stronger. Like, I think for so long I was working out because I was like, oh, well, I want to like look better. I want to be a smaller size and I want to do all of those things, you know? But I think as I'm getting older too, I'm just realizing like, wow, my metabolism (laughs) is terrible compared to my early twenties or even my teens. Like, I think I'm noticing myself slow down and I'm like, oh shit, I'm not even 30 and I'm feeling this way. Mm. And I have family history of some like health problems, you know, hypertension 
hypertension, aka high blood pressure, diabetes, and things like that. And I know that my bad habits could potentially lead me to that. Mm. It took me a really long time to separate my weight with my appearance and versus focusing on it, like my weight and how I feel, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that that is something that I'm still working through and that I hope to incorporate too with, you know, my own company at last, like just helping women just feel more comfortable in their skin and wanting to do healthy habits for themselves, not because of how it made them look or, you know, whatever. It's really just like about how you feel. Mm -hmm. I think it's just stabilizing out that line more. Earlier you said to be stronger. Yeah, yeah. To be stronger, yeah. Reiterating what you're saying, it sounds like you've evolved. Your natural triggers are basically with weight and how you see it, it's not aligned the original goal of, yeah, what do I look like? And looking skinnier and being skinnier and all these things, being smaller, that's not in alignment with who you really are and your core values. Therefore, whenever you had to work out for those reasons, it's not coming from a genuine motivated place. Mm -hmm. Even if it was, let's just say, like even if you're just like, no, I'm genuinely motivated to lose a couple of pounds because I want to look better. Let's say if a client was asking me that, I would be like, let's dig in deeper. What does Mm -hmm. that even mean to you if you were to look skinnier? Would Mm -hmm. you have more self-worth? Would someone look at you and be like, oh, then that's who I want to marry? Would I be more attractive? Therefore, I get external validation. And I think for you, you've done the inner work. You know that. You've been through that. So now when you say that you want to get stronger, the energy of when you said that is totally different from when you were saying like, oh, yeah, before is because I want to get smaller. So then when you get clear about, okay, now what kicks in for you when you have to work out or mean consistency, maybe from an old trigger what really helps is reminding yourself you are getting stronger by doing that every day. You feel better. You do feel stronger. So the result or the outcome of it is every single day, you know that you get stronger by building that habit. You don't get stronger Mm -hmm. just because you do one exercise one week and then like the next week you're like, oh my God, I'm so strong now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So getting clear on the objective, why is that a goal? Is it genuine to you? Is your truth in alignment with what you're trying to work towards? And then let's build a plan. Because consistency isn't just going from a zero to a hundred. It's finding out how you can make this sustainable. And with anything that's sustainable, you have to build up to it. So if this were a real life session, the next part would be like, okay, so what are you doing now? What has worked? What hasn't worked? And how do we take that first step? And often what I do is like, let's rate it where you are right now in your workout consistency and where you want to be. So maybe right now out of 10, 10 being your most optimal schedule routine, maybe you rate yourself at a three. So what would a four or five look like? And maybe for you, you're like, oh, maybe every other morning I want to wake up and do X, Y, and Z. And then we formulate that plan. Next time we talk, we're in between the sessions, especially when you're struggling with it, Mm -hmm. we'll be in communication. Like what didn't work? We'll figure out how to hold you accountable to that. So the next time we talk, we can assess, did this work? This didn't. And if it didn't work, what can we do differently? What Mm -hmm. else are some options that we can do? And that's where I come in as a life coach, where it really is presenting all these options and unveiling all these paths that maybe before you never thought of it that way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I work with you to really establish that. And yeah, that's just a quick snippet. I mean, that was 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. And I think that I've gotten like little tidbits of (laughs) life coaching sessions here and there from Christine. But I think that one of the things that I always love is that you never force your opinion on them. 
And I think that you really listen. Even through that, I was like, oh yeah, as I'm unpacking maybe thoughts that I've had, maybe I haven't said them out loud, maybe I haven't written them down. But it's like, as I was going through that, you were just acknowledging it. Like that is the truth. That is how you feel. That's what a lot of people are afraid of when they are looking into like therapy and life coaching is like that feeling of not being validated, of being like, oh, well, I feel all these things. And they're like, okay, well, you're wrong. (laughs) And these are all the ways that you can like fix yourself. I can definitely see how that would be one of the more valuable things that you bring into the sessions that you have with your clients of making them feel heard and making them feel okay for whatever it is that they want to work on. Mm, Thank you for saying that. Really, when it comes down to nailing down what life coaching looks like with me or my style, that's why I say that I'm like the big sis life coach, where that's so built into my DNA of, I feel like I fill that gap between the sister aspect of I genuinely care. How you hear me on Perfectly Imperfect or how I am on Instagram stories or whatever you see me, like that's just who I am. Mm -hmm. And I work really hard to establish that safe space so you can be vulnerable. You can feel like you can say what is really on your heart or that you can trust in me to help you get there. And then the life coaching part is the professional side where I'm not like your friend. I don't come with an agenda or a bias where it's like, oh my God, Regina again, you're saying this again. Oh my God, just do it already, you know, break (laughs) up with him. It's like, no, I'm here to game plan with you. It's the mixture of that where I feel if you get a sense of me on this podcast and you get a sense of my story and you relate to it and curious about it, I would say just off of that, that's how I life coach. And I mean, we hear it in the little mini life coaching session with Regina. It's like everything that she said was coming from her. All those answers came from her. That's what I mean, where I'm not here to be like, okay, so based off what you're saying, this sounds like imposter syndrome, you know, (laughs) you know, it sounds like you don't know what the hell you're doing in your life. I'm not answering these questions for her. That's what I mean by you know yourself best. I'm just here Mm -hmm. to ask those questions where perhaps sometimes you're like, you know, I never stopped to answer that question or I never stopped to think about it in that way. And then we have clear direction on what you want to do with it moving forward. And I really think that even for me, the biggest part of it is accountability to have like a workout partner, right? I have an accountability partner. It makes such a huge difference because you know that someone is genuinely being like, hey, you said this, right? Let's work on that. But then we establish in the place of you want to do it. Me as your life coach, I'm not making you have these goals. Like we're sifting through why it matters to you. That's why it's important. You're not doing it for me. You're doing it for Mm -hmm. you. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you even see through that mini session, it was like you can come with a external goal of I want to have a consistent habit. But when you dig underneath, that's where the gems really come in of just like where you tapped into. There's the fear of what if I do all that? And what does that say? We didn't even get into, well, what does that say? Mm-hmm. Maybe you're just like, I'm a failure. See, I try it again. I really do it. I'm just not good enough compared to this person, that person. Where does that come from? You know, there's so many different ways about that. So It's hard to encompass all of that in what is life coaching and how can you help me and what are the results? (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I can guarantee you that you will be moving forward. And again, it's not in a linear way, but there's always the work that's going to be there and there's a lot to Mm -hmm. sift through. Yeah. (laughs) Again, like, well, Christine's said this several times now, but no, I'm not trying to break up with anyone. I'm not. But I can genuinely say that every conversation that I've had with Christine, whether it was, you know, intentional through life coaching, it was even before life coaching. I think that she just has a way of validating your feelings 
making you feel heard and not making you feel crazy. I was always like, oh, I don't want to complain about this or talk about this or vent about that because I'm scared of what the other person will think of me complaining about these things. Mm. With the way that Christine is and her aura and the way that she genuinely, genuinely cares about people and human beings, I can only imagine what a life coaching session with Christine is really like. Well, it's an honor and a privilege always. I always say this, whether it's a complimentary session or in the sessions with my clients, that it's an honor and privilege for anyone to share their story with me because I know that it's not easy to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Anytime you choose to do that with anyone, that it's special. There's a piece of you that you're offering. You know, there's a part of me where it's like everything that I say almost sounds like, oh my God, it's like sunshine and rainbows. And what does that even mean? But I think, I mean, Regina can, you could probably relate to this where it's like, once you have a taste of what it feels like to be yourself and unapologetically yourself, as well as being true and real and vulnerable, there's no other type of intimacy. You actually see yourself as a human being. You have, that's where everything underneath that of love, compassion, empathy, kindness can kick in for yourself and also for other people. And Mm. that's when you realize, wow, this is what peace and fulfillment feels like. Now to build that as a consistency is also, this is what I tell my clients all the time. It's like, this is the reason why monks go into the mountains and do this, you know, every day and every day. It's not an easy thing. So Mm. for us to even feel that on your day to day, it's definitely achievable, but you're human too. If you see that in other people of just like, wow, they just seem just happy and fulfilled. And I want that on a more consistent level in what I'm doing and what I want to do. I want my relationships to really have meaning and thrive. I really want my work to reflect what I really feel. Just live in alignment. That's possible for you, but it does take work. That's the underlying thing. But it's understanding that with mental health, and I'll say that it's an investment of you and understanding how it works. And I can say that because like Regina said, I've been through burnt out. I understand that this go, 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 push it down, suppress it. It's not a big deal. Whatever we've been taught about mental health, it's not sustainable. And it bleeds into the different areas of your life where you, when you actually look at it, you can see why your life is the way it is and why you're not happy. But that doesn't mean that they're not tools and people available to you for you to live a happier, more fulfilling life. You get from surviving to thriving. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. No, I definitely... Ah, even through that mini session, I feel already like more clarity as to what I'm working through. I would say like even just through that session, it's like, yeah, there's a difference when you feel like there's direction, right? There's a focus and there's a way to get there. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the stuff where it's like, sometimes you just need that nudge. You need a reminder that you can do it and that there's an action plan to do it. There's someone that is going to do it with you. And that's important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that you called it a partnership as well. A lot of the times when you hear the word coaching, right, it can seem intimidating almost where it's like, oh my gosh, (laughs) I'm being watched. Of this when I don't want to. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like Christine is now going to like, you know, give me all of these tasks in my life. But I love that you called it a partnership because it's exactly as you said, you know, once you bring light to those situations, you can build steps towards working towards it. But I think that one of the things, especially that I've noticed, especially 
being in quarantine in confinement and running my own business and working remotely with our team, I just spend so much time alone. (laughs) When we spend time alone, some of the very teeny tiny issues can be blown up inside of our heads. By creating a relationship with a life coach like yourself, you're able to break that down and create like digestible pieces and action plan to work towards that. Exactly what you said, the jumble, you know, the scribbles above, (laughs) above our heads. So I guess, you know, can you tell us a little bit more? Can anybody reach out to you? Like, what is that process like and where people can find you or sign up for some of your services? Yeah, absolutely. If any of this spoke to you or you're curious about life coaching, I know a lot of people are intimidated, especially because like, hey, if I reach out, do I have to sign up? What if I don't, you know, and <laughs> like, I also know that's to my own horn, but like, you know, I know a lot of you guys have been following my journey and it feels like, oh, I'm kind of intimidated to reach out to Christine because then it's like, I don't know, you know, like, no, I'm, I'm like, I hope you feel like you're welcomed and that I'm not here to judge you. I'm only here to like see how I can help <laughs> you. And even if it's just purely like, oh, I just have a couple of questions that maybe, you know, you guys didn't really get to in your episode or I'm just curious about, like, yeah, come find me on my website, which is xoxochristine.com. If you're not following me on Instagram, it's xoxochristinechen and there's a link to my website and there's a contact form. Just fill it out. We will schedule a call. And again, like I said, it's like, there's no harm. I don't take anything personally if you're just like, no, this is not for me or yeah, I don't know if I can afford this or I don't know. Like, I totally understand. I get it. Like if anything, the thoughts that you've had, I also have had before. I would say if you're curious and you want to know, you even just want to have a conversation with me, like, yeah, you just reach out through the contact form. Through the, through the contact form. Because people reach out through me through DM, but it's like... It gets too overwhelming. Yeah. Where it's just like, it gets lost a lot. Yeah. Versus it'll go directly to my email and we'll correspond through there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I can speak through personal experience of my little life coach sessions and just conversations with Christine. One of the things too, like about Instagram influencers or whatever, is that you feel so like, oh, they're on another level, you know, like, oh my gosh, they're so intimidating. But I can genuinely say that Christine is not intimidating at all. <laughs> she's just she's like, she's also on another level. She's yeah. actually just a regular, <laughs> non-special human being. Trust no. me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that you have a way with even people that you're meeting for the first time. And I saw this all the time pre-COVID when, you know, we're meeting people at events, on the street, whatever, people who recognize Christine, who go up to her. She just has a way of embracing people as they are. And I think that that is really, really prevalent when it's, you know, a conversation conversation like, oh my God, Christine, like I love following you on Instagram. I love, you know, what you're doing to having these like friendships where, you know, like you and I, or you and your other girlfriends, like spend up hours and hours talking to like 3am just about Mm. anything and everything. And I can only see how much that will benefit, you know, the people who choose to do life coaching with you, because I know that you have such a heart for it. And I'm so glad that through this episode, we were able to showcase Mm. that because I think that again, with life coaching, it sounds intimidating when people don't know about it. But I think that when you really really listen to the words that Christine is saying, listen to her tactics of which like she approaches situations. I think you can really, really tell that this is the path that she was meant to be on. Mm -hmm. And she finally found her way there. And she has such a big heart that she really wants to share with all of you guys. So be sure to follow her on Instagram, check it out. If you guys are curious at all, just 
you know, no harm in having a conversation. And at the end of the day, if it's something that you don't decide that you want to do, like you will still have had the opportunity to speak with Christine. And I think that that can really just brighten anybody's day. Oh, thank you. I actually, and that means so much to me. Like I had a recent like complimentary session where at the end of it, I was like, oh, okay, so how do you feel and all that? And he's like, I felt like I was a guest on Perfectly Imperfect. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's the best review ever. Like, <laughs> so that's so funny. And yeah, if you ever wanted to know what it's like to be interviewed by Christine, <laughs> I guess you can fill out the contact form too. Yeah. But thank you so much for Regina, for I trust nobody else than you to take me through this journey of exploring what life coaching really is, even just through everything we've been through together and what you've seen and been through with me. And just when you speak about like, how you've seen me grow and also the things you've been through with me. When I talk about having like a supportive team, it's people through like Regina. There's a reason why like I wouldn't be here without her and her support, everything we've been through. So yeah, thank you so much for guiding me through this episode. Of course. I feel so honored to do it. Oh, Ooh, we're getting so like emotional. Okay. <laughs> uh, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us for this episode of Perfectly Imperfect. Bye. Bye.